Okay, someone asked this question. Let's turn to Exodus chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20. Okay, can you please read um, verses 8 to 11, please? 8 to 11. Exodus 20, verses 8 to 11, reading. 1, 2, reading. Okay, so now the person asks, does it mean that parents will be accountable? Does it mean that parents will be accountable as well of breaking this commandment if the child breaks this commandment? I repeat, uh, does it mean that parents will be accountable as well of breaking this commandment if the child break this commandment. Why does the person ask this question? Now, because of verse 10, can we look at verse 10 and read verse 10, 1, 2, reading? Verse 10, reading. Okay, so the person is asking this. If the parents, or rather, if the child breaks the Sabbath, if the child breaks the Sabbath, because God says, God gives the command to the head of the home, thou nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger. Now, if your son and daughter, you are supposed to make sure they also keep the Sabbath day holy. They also make sure that they keep the Sabbath day holy. So if the child don't keep the Sabbath day holy, have, have the parents then therefore also broke the Sabbath. Hmm? Do you understand the question? Understand the question? Alright, so daddy and mommy goes to church. Elim refuses to go to church. Okay? Elim refuses to go to church. Okay, don't use the young ones. They get very sensitive. Okay, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy doesn't want to go to church. So dad and mom goes to church. Jeremy, go to church. Remember, which commandment? Enoch. Keep which commandment? How many Sundays in a month normally? Four. So which commandment? Four. Okay. <laughs> How do you know that? Okay, the fourth commandment. Right, you break the fourth commandment. Um, so then does it mean that Jeremy's parents, they, they did not manage to get Jeremy to go to church. Then Jeremy's parents have failed in obeying God's commandment that 
neither thy, nor thy son, nor thy daughter uh, would, would break the commandment. So how? What do you think? Understand the question? Since I didn't use you as an example, you give the answer. Ilim. Do you think his parents broke the commandment? Because God says, you cannot let your son, your daughter, your, your animals break the Sabbath. They must keep it holy. And then, naughty Uncle Jeremy, don't want to go to church. I want to stay at home and play computer game. And then the parents went to church. Then you see the parents come to church. Then you ask, Auntie Uncle, how come Jeremy is not in church? They say, Jeremy wants to play computer game at home. <gasps> Auntie Uncle, you broke God's commandment. Would you say that? You won't say that. But God commands that. Have they broken it? How do you know they have not? Why do you say no? But God commanded them to make sure Jeremy go to church. Okay, your, your friend in the class wants to help you. Noah. The parents should at least try to make him go to church. How? Tie a chain on his neck? <laughs> I mean, if, if his choice whether he wants to go to church or not, not the parents, not really the parents' fault. Not the parents' fault anymore. So what, what are you saying? You say if the parents try. If the parents try and he still doesn't want to go to church, then at least the parents try. Right? At least the parents try. At what age do you consider the child to stop being a child? At what age is the child no longer a child? Are you a child? Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> Depends. Uh, if, if I want adult toys, no, I'm not a child. <laughs> You're still a child. How old are you? 13. 13. So when is a child no longer a child? What do you think, Jeremy? How old are you? No need to tell us. All right. Are you still a child? No. No. You're not a child. <laughs> You're not somebody's child? I am, but not children. I'm not, not children child. I'm not categorized as a children. Now, there are two parts to this. Actually, ask parents. Alex, how? Veronica doesn't want to go to church. Um, it's called the rod of correction. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The ROC comes out. Right. The rod of correction comes out. Yes. Now, at certain age, they you must make them go. Okay, they must go. Beyond a certain age, yes, you may not be able to. They are doubt, for example, if they're married, right? Or yes, they are they are they are way above the age of correction of the rod. Now the main thing is this: is the parents must make sure. God gave the command, parents, you do this, you do this. It's not like, oh, Jeremy wants to play computer game. Jeremy, you sure? You sure you don't go? You don't go? Okay. You know, then the parents are not genuinely trying, not doing anything about it. The young ones, the, when they are young, sometimes they don't know these things. You've got to train them. You've got to help them understand. It's part of training. Do they want to go to school? You know, you like to go to school? It took some time, then I know. <laughs> kind of. On days that you don't go to school, that's your mommy and daddy say, you know, you sure you don't go to school? All right, don't go to school. Do they say that? No. They say, go to school. Do you have a choice? You don't have a choice. So that is, you don't have a choice. 
How come when it comes to school, they don't have a choice? When church, they have a choice? Because we think school is more important than God, correct? Right, so parents, the point is parents must be genuine. Now, we talk about the older ones. What do you think is one of the things that parents... Actually, they say we try, we try, but they are really accountable. What do you think? What can a parent do? Okay, young ones. What can your parent do? Oh no, ask parents. Parents, what do you think you, are, you can do? Although outward they say, go to church, go to church. But actually, you are not really doing that. And then eventually, as they grow, they don't want to go to church. What do you think? Uh, Claude, do you understand my question? Okay, <laughs> I can understand that you don't understand. <laughs> parents always say, no, we tried. Pastor, really we tried. We scold the child and everything. But doesn't want to come. So, Pastor, it's not my fault. Huh? You, you say, right, as long as I tried. Okay? But in actual fact, the parents are indeed guilty. Can you understand now? Cannot say don't understand. I think that's quite clear. Do you understand? What example? In what situation that the parents, in effect, are really accountable? Can't think of any. Anyone? Parent? I don't know. Eugene? Huh? Give example when the parenting says good example. Yes, correct. When the parents don't set the right example, when the parents themselves don't like to go to church, when the parents themselves complain about going to church, when the parents themselves don't want to go for this and that, then the parents say what? You go. Go to church. I'm going to play badminton. You go to church. I'm staying at home to watch. You know, today is the final football. You go to church. Right? The parent, did the parents tell the child go to church? Yes. Did the parents say, you go to church. I will call Uncle Alan to come and pick you to go to church. <laughs> right? When you stay at home. Right? So sometimes the parents, you can say, but really in your heart, you are setting all the examples. You grumble, you don't like church and all that. Your child get the vibration. They get the feeling. They know that. They will stop going. So in those cases, are parents really accountable? Many parents say, oh, Pastor, you don't understand my child this, my child that. But when you really look at the parent's life, they actually, the children are just following the parent's example. Alright? So, must you stop your child? The Bible tells us so. Now, let's turn to Ezekiel chapter 18. Ezekiel chapter 18. Quick, quick. Ezekiel chapter 18. Verse 20. Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 20. Now, shall we read? Um, actually, let... Okay, 18, verse 20. Reading. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father. Neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him. And the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. 
Now, what does this mean, Noah? What does it mean, Noah? So, this is the son. Son normally have hair like that. Okay, father. Father have better comb hair. Okay? Now, the son doesn't want to go to church. Refuse. Breaks the, breaks the fourth commandment. Father says, go to church. Go to church. Alright? Son, grown up especially, grown up doesn't want to go to church. Has, and the father genuinely lived the right example, did the right thing. Over time, the child doesn't want to go to church. So, is God going to punish the father? Punish who? Punish the son. How do you know? Okay, so the son refuses. The son is obstinate. The son is stubborn. Alright? Grace, Grace, pay attention. Alright? Noah. Hey, Noah. Enoch, are you disturbing your sister? No? <laughs> you see the innocent Lord? Are you lying? Now, so, the father have genuinely tried, lived the right example. At the end of the day, the son is wicked. Then, God will deal with the son. God deals with the children. But if the father just outwardly says so, but by their life, it's a bad example. Now, this is, this is very common. This is, do you agree this is very common? Many people say, ah, you know... Um, Okay, I want to say this openly. Eh? Have you heard of this? Eh? When I first came, I keep hearing this. They say, ah, because BPs. You know what's BP? Not the petrol station. Our church. <laughs> Alright, our church. They say BPs. BPs are very strict. BPs, from young, they keep telling their children this, that, this, that. So you see, BPs are very strict. When the children grow up, they can't wait to leave church because of all this strictness. The moment they grow up, whoa, once I have freedom like Jeremy, whoo, I'm running out of church. I don't want to go to church anymore. Have you heard that? It's very common. People like to blame that. And now, do you think it's a BP thing? Tell me which teaching in the BP distinctives does this. Are we supposed to teach our children? It's in the Bible. Are we supposed to train up our children in the way of the Lord? It's in the Bible. The parents know I am accountable to God. It's in the parent. But let me ask you this. Why is it that many of them, when they get to a certain age like Jeremy, they don't want to go to church? Why? Why? Because it's a BP. BP are very always teaching, 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 and very strict with the children? Are we supposed to be strict with our children? Train. Does the Bible say that? Train. Does the Bible say use the rod? We read this morning. Right? Does the Bible say bring your children to church? It says so. Right? Bring them up in the way of the Lord. The parents are just doing what they know is carefully taught from the Bible. But let me ask still, Elaine, why do you think they run away? Say, I can't wait. Very good. So, number one, sometimes parent is, you don't do what I do. You do what I tell you to do. Then they live sinful lives. Right? As a child, you will hate that. You will hate, you will hate Christianity. Because in your mind, Christianity is fake. Right? It's false. If it is real, how can my parents live like that? 
So to them, once they grow up, they can't wait to leave the religion. To them, it's fake. So very often, I think it's a problem with the parents. But of course, there will be children that no matter what you do, they will be rebellious. Correct? Nothing to do with BP. Recently, someone even... Everything is BP. How come? Uh? We organize things, and we organize things very carefully. We make sure we plan for things. Then the person say, I know it's a BP thing. <laughs> Where does BP teaching say we must... We are forced to plan things. God wants us to do all things diligently, right? Okay, so young ones, don't keep blaming your parents. What does God say, Elim, if you don't want to go to church and you refuse and you keep refusing and your parents honestly try and you refuse after you grow up, God says, I will deal with your parents. God will deal with you, right? Alright, so even if your parents set the bad example, which they don't, you know, they come, they bring you, they want you to come. Now, even if the parents set the wrong example, young ones, okay, look here. Jesse, okay, even if a parent make, leave a bad example and force the children to go, to go to church, should the child say, my parents show a bad example, so when I grow up, I don't want to go to church? Should the child blame the parent? I don't think so. Do you don't think so? Don't have to think so. It's correct. Don't, it is wrong. Right? It's wrong. You're right. Right, you're right, it's wrong. So, parent, be honest. Children, listen carefully. God hold you accountable too. Don't blame your parents. Okay? Don't blame your parents. God will hold you accountable. Now, now here are bad examples of some bad examples. Can you turn to First um, Samuel? First Samuel chapter three. First Samuel chapter three. First Samuel chapter three. Now this is about Eli. Eli. Okay, let's read from verses twelve to fourteen. Twelve, uh, 12 to fourteen. One two reading. In that day, I will perform against Eli all things which I have spoken concerning his house. When I began, I will also make an end. For I have told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knoweth, because his sons made themselves vow and restrained them not. And therefore I have sworn unto the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be purged with sacrifice nor offering of forever. Now, what is God saying? Uh, Cornelius, what did God just say? He will do against something. He will do something against Eli. This Eli. Why would he do something against Eli? He did not restrain the children. When the children sin. What does the Bible say? He made themselves vow. The children made themselves vow. They, they did sinful things. They did sinful things. Alright? They did sinful things. And what did God say? I told him. I told him. Now, why? Because Eli restrained them not. Eli did not stop them. Parents, this is very, very clear warning. When, and young ones, listen. 
your parents' duty are to what? To do what? Isaiah, to eh, Isaiah. Isaac. Your parents must, if you are naughty and do sinful things, your parents must do what? Restrain you. Literally stop you. Restrain you. Understand that. That's your parents' duty commanded by God. So your parents must restrain you. Must restrain you. But Eli did not. So parents, when you do not restrain, please don't say that I, uh, my child is like that, but from young you do not restrain. Restraining, like we read this morning, using the rod is expected of the parents. Otherwise, you become accountable. Yes? Is it Eli because Eli was their boss? Because Eli was the high priest. And then the the priest, the children did not do anything. Both. Eli must put on his head as both. As the, high, as the, as the priest at the time, taking care of them, he's supposed to deal with them. But he probably did not deal with them because of what? I'm the father. I, uh, my sons are. You know, maybe he might deal with others. Right? So sometimes parents, you're very quick in Sunday school. Listen, sit down. Then our own children at home, we don't deal with them. Don't do that, right? So he must put on both hats rightly. Okay, so there are these dangers. So young ones, are your parents supposed to restrain you? Yes. Parents, are you supposed to restrain? Yes. God holds both accountable. Very important.